Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals. It is Tuesday, December 12th, 2023. It is 1212 y'all. And it is universal health coverage day, which I find cute. Uh, but we want more than a day. We want actual laws on the books. Uh, you know, like how Israel has universal health coverage. Like we want something like that, you know, like Sweden and you know, these other, uh, my home girl literally moved to Finland to have her baby because they have universal health coverage so there's that also you know folks is wearing ski masks because they don't want to catch a cold and uh, they don't want to go to the doctor without insurance not because they're trying to rob you in philadelphia they definitely tried to well they're definitely planning to ban ski masks in philadelphia if you're wondering where that reference came from also um doja cat said "Ah, ah," regarding a particular word we're going to tell you which word that is also we're going to go to the phone lines for voting and venting i know y'all have a lot of thoughts and feelings and frustrations around the election that is coming up in a year and we have given you space to do so vent away give us a call 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 also later today barbados said king charles but i have their money well more on that Four trillion to be exact. <laughs> We're going to get into it. We got all that. Also, my homeboy Desmond Thorne will be joining us for another edition of Watch Don't Watch. I know some of y'all be like, oh my gosh, there's so many choices to watch on TV. Where do I start? We are going to help you. All right. Now hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got some pop culture news up next. So stick around right here to listen, laugh and learn at the Amanda Seals Show. the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's time for some pop culture news. All right. All right. Let's get into it. All right. I got to tell you, um, in a very <laughs> recent live performance, singer and rapper Doja Cat issued a very particular warning to her very particular palm colored fans. Let's listen. <laughs> Watch your mouth, whites. If you're white, if you're white, uh, <laughs> watch your mouth. <laughs> so just to reiterate, she said, "Watch your mouth if you're white." As the song went into the hook, come up in your crib. I don't know if that's actually how the hook goes. All up in your fridge, can't pay rent. I have experienced this, Doja. I understand <laughs> this is actual. Uh, the crowd in Omaha, Nebraska, chuckled at the statement, but I believe that more 
artists should do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I think that there's this expectation that because someone put it in a song, then it means everybody can sing it, which right, is always right. the argument. If y'all don't want people saying the N word, don't put it in your personal artistic representation of yourself. Right. That part. Not sure. So <laughs> now, I don't agree with that. Uh, I, ultimately, I feel like you as an individual Mm-hmm. should police yourself mm-hmm. in what is appropriate for you to say and not say. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are other words that I feel like people will put in songs that are representative of maybe their own community that ain't for me to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about it. You shouldn't be saying the F word if you not gay. That's how I feel. Right. And you know who I else agree. feels that way? Gay folks. That's who. <laughs> we got two of them right here. Should people be saying the F word if they're not gay? They shouldn't. No. Unless they want to get, you know, catch hands possibly, depending on where you at in the country. <laughs> yeah, it's and not listen, your word. You can't speak to the experience of being a bull dagger, so you cannot say it. <laughs> now, see, here's the thing. There are so many words I feel that are now becoming protected, right? Mm-hmm. And and I get that. Like there was a time where there was a word that de- that described transgender folks that mm-hmm. was very just widely used, right? Mm-hmm. And then it became like, no, this word is no longer acceptable. And sometimes mm-hmm. I can I can understand that some people maybe can't keep up with the words. But my thing is when people argue it, like right. when someone mm-hmm. says like, don't use this word, and then you like, really. I mean, come on. Now, I will say I can I can give you one example of when I did argue it. I had said the word? the word was the word lame. And I said, okay. uh, I said somebody was lame, was acting lame. And then people were like, that is ableist. Um, oh, OK. okay. That, that's, your defense, that's context, your, though. Right. right. Certain words have multiple meetings also, though. So what context am I using the word in? That makes that's the difference. That's what I said. Yeah. So, you know, like people, I, I just had someone recently say that the the word tone deaf is ableist. Uh, they were said, they said that it is disrespectful to people who are hard of hearing. Um, mm. And I think that sometimes it feels like, is aren't we, we're, we're doing a lot to the English language. Yeah. Does but, context not matter at all? I think it does, but yeah. I'm not hard of hearing. <laughs> So right, facts, facts. maybe it doesn't matter what I think. Right <laughs> now, when we hear the B word, it mm-hmm. depends. Right. Like if you are a heterosexual man, don't be calling me no B word. Okay, <laughs> like, okay. I feel like that has to be said in a very particular tone. Like, you know, in Mandarin, there are certain words that are like <laughs> they sound the same, but the tone is what changes the meaning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The B word is that word. And the other thing is the, the, the number one word that nobody should be using. Right. That you should mm-hmm. never just, and, and, and it shouldn't even be in your songs. Nobody should be calling anybody a fat ass Kelly Price. Okay. And yes. that, I agree. That I is agree. really a bottom line that I think we can all agree on. Okay. Yes. I think we can yes. all agree on that. The takeaway here is if you're not of that community, you shouldn't be using their vocabulary. 
Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. All right. What are your thoughts about white people using the N-word when it's music? Actually, don't even call me because if you give me if you tell me it's okay, I'm gonna be annoyed. Uh, what I do want you to call me to talk about though is voting and venting. All right. Give me your thoughts. Where are your head where's your head at as we move forward in an election year? 1855 Amanda 8. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. It's time for another edition of Voting and Venting. This is your opportunity and mine to vent about anything related to voting. Okay, contemplating who should get your vote, vexed about certain laws being voted on in your city. We want to hear about it. Is there somebody on your city council that you like? I can't wait to vote that heifer off. We want to hear about it. Let's go to the phone lines. one 855 Amanda 8 What's up? Hey, Amanda, this is Terrence, you know. I've been watching TV a lot, and I see a lot of campaign ads and stuff. Why does everybody have to throw dirt or mud or just slander someone else's name? Mm-hmm. They just get to the topics or get to the real problem, which is the community? Let me know. Please do something about it. Thank you. <laughs> he said, please do something about it, Amanda. God dang, get on your job. I agree. I feel like there's really become this expectation that you got to find something to slander in a in a, mm-hmm. in a um, in a political opponent, right? Like they'll even mm-hmm. go far as like, one time I saw this man who was like, do you hate Mexicans? I do. And that, oh, yeah, it was, that was like, what, 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 J.D. Vance. <laughs> yeah, J.D. Vance. And he was like, my other opponents love Mexicans. I mean, he might as well have just been like, they eat enchiladas. They like churros. <laughs> I once saw them at Taco Bell. So you should vote for me. It's nonsense. But it really is indicative to me of just how nasty the undertone of America has become mm-hmm. culturally, you know, culturally. Let's take another call. Hi, I am calling in in regards to voting. And my concern is for me, and this is personal to me, that since Obama in the last few elections, I have not liked any of the candidates. So I find myself voting for the lesser of two evils. Uh, What do you do when there's no one no one candidate that fits your needs, your needs as far as your community, as far as your family, um, what it is that you stand for. And you write in a candidate, and when you write in a candidate, how does that work? That's my that's my concern. That's my frustration, is when you don't like nobody. <laughs> so here's a T on that. Um, okay, T. The thing about it is that you didn't even really like Obama, okay? You didn't even really know what you were voting for. Let's be real, okay? Um, you liked Obama. He was black and he was well-spoken. He was handsome. Uh, mm-hmm. You liked that he was talking about change. Keep it a buck. You didn't really change. know what you liked about Obama. We just liked that he was different. Uh, but ultimately, I think we got hoodwinked. Then you have the elections that have come before. Someone like Al Gore. Al Gore mm-hmm. was actually a really good candidate. Like he actually had stuff about him that was really important and that would have changed the literal course of the world that we're in if he had not had the election stolen from him. Right. Um, then you also have like Dukakis. You know, at the time when Dukakis was running against George Bush, it's like, oh, who's this cornball? But in hindsight, you're like, yeah, you actually weren't that bad. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the frustration that you're feeling is you realizing, 
even more and more now that there is really like not that much of a difference between the Democrats and Republicans. I have always felt like in the recent years, the difference became Republicans being very loud about their white nationalism, very mm-hmm. loud, very loud about their uh, hatred of women, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And that Democrats were not pushing policy like that. So it didn't feel like they were the same. And I still think that's the case. But ultimately, they're all working for lobbyists. They're all working for corporations and not for the people. And so it is very difficult to find candidates that you can get behind. To answer mm-hmm. your question about this next election, maybe I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you because I ain't figured it out yet either. And I think there's there's going to be some type of surprise that we don't really um, know about yet coming down the pike. I think that's what's coming. All right. What you and know? I think. Hmm? What you know that she ain't telling us a surprise. I just feel like, <laughs> I mean, I just think that they've got something up their sleeve. I just really do. And I think it's going to be interesting how we handle it. But I think what's important and what's imperative is that we stop waiting until an election to have an issue with the candidate. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. should have been demanding a different candidate than Joe Biden a long time ago, not in the 11th hour. That's how I feel. Now, we really appreciate y'all calling in to vent about voting. Let's breathe in and out and recite a mantra. <laughs> Inhale. If we don't give a damn, they don't give a f- exhale. <laughs> Let's elevate the candidates who are going to tear the electoral club up. Tear the club up. There you go. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am your girl, Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to get into some 60-second headlines. <laughs> All right. First up, Disney has partnered with Brittany Griner to produce several projects based on her year-long Russia detainment, including a documentary by ESPN Films and a limited series with ABC. I mean, this doesn't, like, make sense to me, but all I know is I better not see no Brittany and the Beast come out of this. (laughs) Please. Also... The heads of two rival factions in Sudan, Burham and Hamitsi, are planning to meet to discuss the ending of the Sudan war. Y'all, the Sudan war, 10,000 people have been killed thus far in this war. There's also just been incessant reports of femicide, of sexual assault, etc. So, you know, this is not something that to be should be taken lightly that these people are going to mm-hmm. meet to discuss ending this. An African regional mm-hmm. body said it has secured a commitment from the warring parties to implement a ceasefire and hold a political dialogue aimed at resolving the conflict in Sudan. So while we're all yelling ceasefire for Mm -hmm. what's going on in Palestine, look, looks like we may get a ceasefire in Sudan, which is long overdue. Thank God. Also, Chris Rock and other top comedic talent have declined offers to host the Golden Globes, at least four other A-list comedian actors as well. And the representative for Chris Rock declined to comment. I don't blame Chris. I'm taking only low impact gigs from here. <laughs> low impact, high security gigs <laughs> from here on out. And uh, his headline is only special with Kevin Hart is actually out today on Netflix. So oh, okay. shout to the brothers. And last but not least, 50 Cent is taking aim at Diddy and his series of alleged sexual assaults by producing a documentary. His production company is reportedly planning to donate our proceeds from the documentary to rape and sexual assault victims. You know, as a fellow cancer, this is what I consider to be the epitome of petty for the people. (laughs) Uh, 
I don't know what kind of beef he has with Sean Combs, but he said, I'm about to really untangle you. <laughs> like, that's what's about to happen, Mr. Combs. I wish more rappers would start doing useful things with their money. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe this will set a trend. And I'm not saying that they don't, but this feels like very intentional. Mm-hmm. And it's actually about women, which is something that I feel like we just don't see enough of when it comes to the rappers who spent their whole careers rapping about what they are doing to women. <laughs> okay. Do I believe? Let me just stop. All right. Those are your 60 second headlines. When we come back, we're going to go straight to the phone lines. Uh, call me 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let me know what you think about the show or, or share what you learned this week. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Thank you for listening. Remember, if you miss anything, you can check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out the show in seven cities across the nation. So make sure you go to amandasealshow.com to check out how you can listen to us in the car, in the radio, r- r- radio. Let's go to the phone lines. I just wanted to tell you that I admire you and your I don't give a f- attitude and the support that you throw behind everything and anything that is in your heart. I wish more of us could be like you. And I pray that I raised my daughter to be as confident of a woman as you to speak out against all the injustices in the world. I really appreciate that. As somebody who has definitely had someone tell them, I hope my daughter don't end up like you. I appreciate you flipping. It was a little (laughs) I hope I appreciate you flipping the script to positive. I love that. Thank you so much. Cause I really be trying my best to keep it a buck and inspire folks to do the same. Cause if like, we all keep it a buck. Then like, you know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of bucks. We can do a lot with that. We can do a lot with that. All right. Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-H-Y'all. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. I'm Amanda Seals. It's National Poinsettia Day. My mom loves a poinsettia, y'all. This Christmas time, she's all about the poinsettias. And they, these stores, they know that we're about the poinsettias. The poinsettia prices have gone up, okay? <laughs> Along with gas and braiders, poinsettia prices is hitting this season. So if you're a poinsettia farmer, good for you. Good job. Good job. Happy birthday. Shout outs go to uh, Regina King, Dion Warwick, and the late Frank Sinatra. He did it his way. Yeah, there you go. All right. Coming up this right. hour. <laughs> I'm delirious. Coming up this hour in Blackyard News, Barbados. Barbados said King Charles better have their money. I know you're like, why you keep talking like that when you talk about Barbados? Because that is my version of a Barbados accent. It is not easy. Um, more than far trillion to be exact. So we're going to get into that. I remember when I went to go see uh, the Glow in the Dark tour and Rihanna was mm-hmm. on the tour and my homeboy, when he was leaving, he was like, man, she really is incredible. Just like even just how quickly she's learned English. 
And I said, I'm sorry, what? And he was like, you know, just how her English is so good. I said, she's from Barbados. (laughs) They speak English in Barbados. He was like, with that accent? I'm like, oh my God, Americans. (laughs) (laughs) We also have the Big Up Letdown, y'all, starring Adele and racist robots. So stick around and see how that pans out, okay? You know what to do. Hit us up with our group chat topic of the week. This week, it's about gift giving, okay? Christmas is coming up. When you shop for gifts for people, do you buy things you know they want? Or do you buy something that you want them to have? Also, I want to hear about your best and worst gifts that you've either given or received. You know the number, one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals is taking you black. Around the world. All around the world. It's all around the world. On the Amanda Seals Show. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for some Black Around the World for you. All right. Barbados. Barbados is the third to last island in the Caribbean. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is between St. Vincent and Grenada, but it's like really like west. No, sorry. It's like really east, so it's kind of like swings out. Uh, And they say on a clear day, you can see Africa from Barbados. Uh, I think that's a complete (laughs) lie because of the curvature (laughs) of the earth, but that's what they say. Anyways, Barbados Prime Minister Mia Motley said that her country is owed. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. $4.9 trillion in reparations oh. for slavery. That's not about right. Trilly. A trilly, a trilly, a trilly, a trilly. She said the United Kingdom owes $24 trillion in reparations to 14 countries affected by British slavery. So they say, you know what, we're going to even do do y'all a solid and we're going to do the math for all of y'all because we know that it wasn't just us. Uh, right. King Charles, by the way, though, has said the Commonwealth needs to find new ways to acknowledge our past, our past. Quite simply, this is a conversation whose time has come. Yes. Yes, it has. Listen, I will say from what I understand, King Charles is actually like a fairly progressive royal compared to like literally really? everybody else. Um, yeah, supposedly. And according to the report on reparations for transatlantic shadow slavery in the Americas and the Caribbean, the breakdown with the countries is Spain owes $7.1 trillion, mm. France owes $9.2 trillion, Mm. And the Netherlands owes 4.86 trillion. However, neither the king nor the UK government have apologized for its role in the slave trade. See? Now there are like private institutions I know that have given reparations and um mm. have done some of their own work, but 
Yep. It's a time it's time to pass conversations. Like him even saying like we need to have a conversation. It's like, does the conversation <laughs> is it happening within a committee that has been given funding to then present you with what needs to happen and then is expected to have that be uh, followed through on by the government? Like is that what you right, mean by conversation? Right. We need one of them little chats how they have on TV. Yes, the, the publisher's clearinghouse chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I've been a part it. of um repar- I've been a part of different reparations conversations. And I think the biggest misconception is people think, well, how could they even figure this out? I mean, there's too much mm-hmm. money, there's too many mm-hmm. people. Remember mm-hmm. when they figured out how to send all y'all um checks for the pandemic? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is there's a disconnect for a lot of people in like, well, who makes what makes you eligible? Is it just that you're black? Like, how do you prove your eligibility, Uh et cetera? There's also, by the way, like she's talking about Barbados in America. There's reparations on the federal level and on the state Uh level. Okay, Mm -hmm. then on the city level, like there's all kinds of reparations (laughs) that need to be given. But in the case of the in, in the case of the Caribbean, you know, this is also a really big deal because these countries are independent now. Now, Barbados was like mm-hmm. one of the last countries to get independence and be like out from under the British. And I think that there was just a very kind of idea that like, well, if we gave you your independence, why would we even have to pay you reparations? Like, I mean, we right. free, free, go be free. Right. But again, these economies are living off of the work of the people of these island nations mm-hmm. of countries like Brazil of mm-hmm. countries like America so I mean of the United States so there definitely needs to be recompense and I hope that she does not let up and I will tell you Bajans which is the name for people from Barbados Bajans in easier so she's not gonna let up I can tell you that <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal show the Amanda Seal show we up we up we up y'all this is the amanda seals show i'm amanda seals okay let's talk about the tiktoks okay one one caught our our, okay the tiktok challenge is a thing right and Mm -hmm. one caught our ears with the gen zers remixing christmas carols now y'all know (laughs) i love me some christmas music okay (laughs) but i want to hear what the gen zers because y'all i mean the is it the gen xers the gen zers no the gen zers Zers. i want to hear what the gen zers did because y'all y'all sometimes be doing too much but let's see let's see what happened the weather outside is frightful met this new n- he's so delightful. delightful he want a situation though okay. gotta go gotta go gotta go he swear up and down he love me you smiling at your phone and you acting real funny you i think he got a side so you gotta go gotta go gotta go <laughs> these think that i'm so stupid and when i find out you was acting real clueless I got a few waiting on my roster so you gotta go gotta go gotta go <laughs> love the tone but we we kind of <laughs> left the whole season behind you know um there was no mention of snow <laughs> um, there was no mention of the fire popping um you know there were no chestnuts so you know, she's stressed that. by her man. There's that. <laughs> there's that. But it was very, it was a cuffing season type of cap of joint, mm-hmm, type of cuffing season mm-hmm. type of joint. Now, I thought it might be fun to remix my own Christmas carol, but not just any old one, Jingle Bells, which, if you didn't know, was performed at Ordway Hall on September 15th, 1857 in Blackface during a minstrel show. Mm-hmm. Of course. James of course. Lord Pierpont. 
you know, like J.P. Morgan. Yeah, he was the writer and composer who also wrote Confederate anthems during the Civil War. So a real harmonious guy, (laughs) you know, real harmonious guy. So we decided we're going to take Jingle Bells and reclaim it for this holiday season. Okay, so here's how it goes. Riding through the nose in a Rolls Royce open sleigh, skr, skr. rolling deep for show. Racism, we gon' slay. Bop, bop, bop. Braids are swinging, gang. Baby, hurries, lay it down. What fun it is to fight in the name of BLACK pride. Oh, Negro bells, Negro bells. Hey, blackness. All the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uncle Tom's, you cannot ride on the Negro train today. Choo, choo, choo. <laughs> Negro bells, hey, Negro bells, hey. If you still wear black face, we hope that you fall on down in the hay. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent job. Excellent. <laughs> So don't say that we never gave you nothing. All right. (laughs) Y'all can use that trademark free. Coming up next, I've got the Big Up Let Down. And today involves Adele, Aretha Franklin, and some swimwear. We'll break it all down when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. Yee! Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seals Show. Let down. Let down. Let down. The Seal Show. <laughs> Shout out to Rita Brent for uh, being the songwriter. We give we give credit to songwriters <laughs> here at the Amanda Seal Show. Unlike the music business. Shout out to our songwriter Rita Brent for her rendition of Negro Bells. Uh, if you missed it, it's definitely worth checking out the podcast so you can check out my vocal stylings of her mm-hmm. lyrics. All right, mm-hmm. let's get in today's big up let down today's big up, big up. the big up goes to adele's unmitigated gall and confidence mm. <laughs> so in an interview the songstress said with my music and for whomever listens to it i think i'm the, i'm not the best singer in the world at all but no one else can sing my songs like me because they don't write them no one can sing my songs like me period the lyrics are not their own and I don't think anyone else should sing my songs, <laughs> which I don't know if she knows this, but <laughs> she is a, a number one hitter at karaoke. Uh, she went on to say the queen of soul might be the exception <laughs> apart from Aretha Franklin. Adele amended when asked about the late legends cover of rolling in the deep. Yes. You know, uh, the truth is Aretha Franklin has Adele's talent in one. Okay. (laughs) Not the bosom. Now, if you've seen Aretha's bosom, you know that it is it is voluptuous. Okay, so it's not (laughs) like we're we're definitely not talking about (laughs) we're not talking about little bitty committee. Okay, Mm -hmm. we're not. But mm-hmm. I think it is wildly bold for Adele to say this. And I just want to say that I can think of a whole list of artists who I think could absolutely cover her songs. Kelly Clarkson, Celine oh, yeah. Dion, mm-hmm. and every single Clark sister, their grandchildren, great grandchildren, uh, 
And some might even say they're pets. Some might even say they're pets. But I'm just saying, and this is, and I want to say this, this is not even us trying to diss Adele, but it's just like, calm down. You're singing black music. Calm down. Facts. Hello. Calm down. Because there is somebody in everybody church that can sing Rolling in the Deep. (laughs) Let's hold to the, uh, okay. The let down. (laughs) Now I'm over here trying to sing. There's a, (laughs) let me stop. Okay. So. Y'all, the letdown is that even robots are racist. Yeah, that's what's happening. So they had a bunch of ad campaigns. One of them was celebrating black women. One was their impact report. Mm -hmm. Uh, One was a Mm -hmm. collaboration with John Carlos, you know, the brother who was raising his fist in the Olympics on that on that podium. Instagram deemed all the ads as violations of their social issue, electoral or politics policy. Mm. Also, they had a swimwear line that mm-hmm. was eject- rejected for being covertly. They also had a swimwear line that was rejected for being quote unquote overtly sexual, which is comical consider- considering the ads we see on our timelines like all day. Like literally the other day <laughs> right. we saw Kim Kardashian advertising fake nipples. So <laughs> yep. what are we, what are we, what are we even talking about? But it lets us know that even the robots are racist because you know, the algorithms are trained by people to recognize right. certain things and flag them. So mm-hmm. if they're flagging actively black with everything, they're basically just like, oh, you all got black in the name and then oh. it's active. That sounds like a gang. That sounds <laughs> like a gang. You know, mm-hmm. that's really what I get from that. And I think that the only way that you really challenge this is by continuing to engage with actively black's content and leaving comments. You know, the way that you mm-hmm. get actual content to move through an algorithm there's a number of ways, but the number one way is to comment five words or more under mm. a post, no emojis, and make sure to share that post on your stories. Like that's like the number one way to cut through the the algorithm. So the robots are racist. That should concern us because the robots are going to take over. So, I mean, if we go from this to a different matrix and it's all still racist, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> and I'm going to be out there fighting the robot. The robot's going to be like, Sit your ass down. <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. If you are listening, we would love to hear from you. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. You know what? 
I also want to let y'all know about a little segment we have called Am I Trippin'? Because sometimes mm-hmm. we find ourselves in situations where we're just like, is it me? Am I bugging? Right. And right. then we just need somebody else to give us some perspective. And I am a common sense specialist and I'm opening mm-hmm. my doors to y'all. So all you got to do is go follow us on Instagram at Seals Said It. That's my name. Seals, S-A-I-D, it. So Seals Said It. Go in that DM and just, you know, write out what your situation is. We're going to keep it anonymous. We're going to keep mm-hmm. it anonymous. But I definitely want to be able to help, you know, give people some insight. I've had my own Am I Tripping moments. You know, recently I had to ask a friend, like, am I tripping? Because this fool resurfaced, but then didn't call me back the next day. And my homeboy was like, yes, you are somewhat tripping, but... It's kind of like the tripping that you're tripping on is a positive tripping because you're tripping because you mm. want to hear from somebody. So he was like, if somebody don't recognize that, then they tripping. So it was basically like I hit him with a reverse Uno card. That's essentially <laughs> what happened. <laughs> so there's that. Y'all know the number, one eight five five amanda 8 When we get back, Desmond Thorne will join us for Watch Don't Watch. Plus, the squad is here for How Black Do You Feel Today? And when I say the squad, I mean us here on the show, not the representatives in the House of Representatives because I know y'all will be like, what? Yeah, calm down. (laughs) We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine. Tuesday, December 12th, 2023, and it is Gingerbread House Day. Now, y'all know how I feel about gingerbread cookies. It's very serious, but I actually, not a fan of the gingerbread house. Not a fan of the gingerbread house. Yeah. It's not, it's it's just impractical, guys. It's 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 a waste of gingerbread and you can't really eat it and you go through all of no. this effort to put it all together and then you're like, so what am I supposed to do with this now? You're putting all the frosting in the seams. You know, the, mm-hmm. the actual architectural construction of it is fun. It's very like Legos. But at the end of the right. day, I'm like, we don't waste all this all this gingerbread, all this jujubes, <laughs> these candy canes. Well, does does the climate matter? Like, will it will it sweat? Yes, you know? it will sweat. Oh, hell. Uh. Yeah, you can't build no gingerbread houses in Mississippi unless you're in a very highly air-conditioned space. <laughs> yep, nope. Because the frosting is what's the binding, you know? Right. And the frosting, uh, if the yeah. frosting melts, then what do we have? What do we have? So, you know, I like to eat my candy, not build with it. All right? And that's how I feel about that. Right on. Coming up this hour, we got Watch Don't Watch with Desmond Thorne. We got How Black Do You Feel Today? So don't go anywhere. See me in the Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It is time for Watch Don't Watch, a little segment where I, myself, and our resident Siskel Ebert black man all in one, Desmond Thorne, Desmond W. Thorne, joins us to provide a informed perspective on what we could be, should be, might want to watch and what we don't, because there's so many options that a lot of people just need. They need guidance. They need guidance. So Desmond, take it away. First, let's start with what should we watch? So you should definitely watch seasons one and two of Fargo. This is obviously a show based on the infamous movie from the nineties, Coen Brothers movie. 
These are perfect seasons of television. Perfect? Perfect. Literally perfect. Really? That's a strong assertion. (laughs) But do you not agree? Do you not agree? I mean, I have to think. I have to think. Because I honestly haven't seen them in so long that I need to, like, go back. I need to go back. Why do you say they're perfect? Well, they're perfect because they are so emblematic of very rich and epic they're very emblematic of very rich and um, epic storytelling. The casts are amazing. And those two seasons really play off of each other. In the first season, they mentioned this thing called the Massacre at Sioux Falls. Season two, you see that it's so good. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, yes. 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 And the great thing about I need to go back. Is that remind, wait, wait, remind, refresh my memory. Is Bokeem Woodbine in season two? He's oh. in season two. He's excellent. He's excellent. okay. Okay, then yes, yes, yes. You're right. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You're right. Bokeem okay. Woodbine is excellent in season two. He's so good. And like Kirsten Dunst is up in there. Like, come on. Gene oh Smart. Gosh. I think come I on. just really like broke all of these into like way more seasons. But yeah, I mean. These were incredible seasons and they were mm-hmm. so riveting. You know, like you were Absolutely. waiting. This is before binge were binge TV. So you were waiting for like, oh my gosh, next, next week, week, next week, next week. Literally. Now currently Fargo season five is airing. Yes. And we yes. are in the midst. Now you and I are both undecided on if we're going to give it a watch. Don't yes. watch, right? Because we're yes. still in the middle of the season. However, what is our don't watch? Don't watch seasons three and four. So what I should have explained up top is that every season is a different crime story set in the Midwest in a different time period. So each mm-hmm. season is a completely different story, some connections and things. Seasons three and four just don't really hit with like the intricacies. The yeah. amazing cause and effect that's in season one and season two just doesn't really nail it in season three and four. I will say it feels like it started out with good momentum. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because let me tell you, Juno Temple and John Hamm are eating. They're very, very good in this. Yes. And this season really focuses on Juno Temple's character as a housewife, as a mother. So you know her, uh, many of you from Ted Lasso. If you have not watched Ted Lasso, that's on my watch list, by the way. Honestly, honestly. And she's really, really excellent. She continues to show that she's a very versatile actor that can just Mm -hmm. give so many levels. You know what I mean? I gotta say, I was really surprised at how well she's nailing the accent, the Midwestern, Honestly. you know, Bobby's world accent. Don't you know? So Don't you know, Bobby. Well, you know, Desmond, you always come with a little bit of background, but a lot of insight. And I'm curious to hear from you guys. If you have watched Fargo, if you liked it, if you're watching right now, are you liking it? And then we're going to decide for ourselves, you know, if we consider season five a watch, don't watch. Desmond, I appreciate you once more for always giving us some some direction in the sea of streaming that we are all drowning in. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for another edition of How Black Today. All right, let me hear from y'all. The squad right here at the Amanda Seals Show. How black do y'all feel today? Let's start with you, Supreme. Seeing Rita drink out of that cart, and I was about to switch it up, but we're going to keep it where I was keeping it right here. I'm feeling... <laughs> 
this Christmas black because I okay. actually did the uh, research on Donny Hathaway. I didn't realize how much Donny Hathaway had going on and to have such a joyous song that he had for his life to end mm-hmm. tragically like that. I was like, wow, yeah. this is different. But yeah, I'm yeah. still feeling this Christmassy black. Shout out to <laughs> Donny Hathaway. All right. All right. Rita Brent, how black do you feel today? I was kind of going back and forth, but I'm feeling like what I'm not going to do, Black. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like going into the new year, my mind is made up like just a bunch of stuff I'm not going to (laughs) do. Y'all are seeing the hand that's going along with it. Maybe you are seeing the hand because I feel like everybody know that hand. What we not going to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is I'm, a I'm casual. sick of people like trying to negotiate my price and what we not going to do in 2024. I'm not cheapening my gift. There we go. Okay. I know that's all right. Ooh, child, you better stand on that. Stand on it. All right, Jeremiah, like the Bible. How do you, how black do you feel today? I'm feeling we got food at the house, black, because... I see my like just my statement and how much money I've been spending on food. I'm like, oh, you got food at the house. You got food at the mm-hmm. house. Go ahead. And I cook. had a moment like that recently too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, you you actually are able to cook. I mean, you could eat some tuna. Um, right, DJ. Listen. How black do you feel? Well, um, it's it's in the food area. I feel you want to buy a fish dinner, black. Okay. Mm. A fish dinner, black. Okay. I did want a fish dinner. Yeah, because you know, catfish dinner, they good. You know, black folks, at least back in the day, were good to sell a catfish dinner. Sometimes you mm-hmm. got the catfish yeah. with the spaghetti. Some people like mm. catfish and spaghetti, but I like mine with coleslaw and fries. But I feel catfish dinner, black, because I could go for a catfish <laughs> dinner right about now. I feel like I always in my mind want it. And then when I am served it, I'm like, why'd you do this? Because it's so like, this is so bad for you. Like, it's so salty. It's so fried. It's just every time. Uh, Well, let me tell you how black I feel today. I feel. Um, I feel Mark Lamont Hill black. That's how I feel. Dr. Mark Mark Lamont Hill black. You know, Dr. Mark Lamont Hill, when he. He spoke at the United Nations a few years ago and he was shadow banned and blacklisted for supporting Palestine. Today, they are voting in the United Nations uh, Mm -hmm. on a ceasefire. And this is happening on the heels of America vetoing the ceasefire Mm -hmm. in the Security Council vote. But actually... There was a thing called the, uh, I think it's called Action 377, where the rest of the United Nations, the 193 countries, they can be like, hey, Security Council, we don't feel like you're doing what you need to do. So we would actually like to vote on what needs to get done. I want to remind everybody, by the way, though, that the United Nations don't do nothing. Okay, they really just be hanging (laughs) out, voting about things. And then when they're done voting, they're like, well, at least we were on the right side of that. (laughs) And then that's it. So nonetheless, uh, it still does have the power to at least be very suggestive in what the rest of the countries can do in mm-hmm. w- within their own jurisdictions on how they want to be a part of or against, um, you know, injustices. So that's happening today. And I, I appreciate Dr. Mark Lamont Hill for being somebody who also has been informing people on what's been going on in that part of the world for quite some time. That's how black I feel today. Yes. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seal show. We Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. 
Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. vibration and it's time to listen laugh and learn with the word of the day okay this is a good one this is a good one the word of the day is quixotic is that english (laughs) is that an english word um quixotic it is an it is an adjective oh no wait 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 wait, wait. i'm wrong (laughs) it's quixotic it's quixotic. Oh wow! Count not that okay. makes it any easier. <laughs> I was like, uh, exotic. <laughs> Maybe this has something to do with being quixotic. Exotic, you you quick quick with it. Exotic. Harmonious. What? Like, <laughs> chaotic. <laughs> a lot going what? on. A whole bunch of nothing. How does being exotic have to do with anything being quick? <laughs> There's two separate thoughts. Okay, so what are y'all like, settling on? It's calm, relaxed. I think it's the opposite. I think it's chaotic. I think it's a lot going on. Okay. Okay. And I'm just going with exotic. Exotic in your beliefs. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> none of you all are correct. Okay. Oh, but uh, it describes people and ideas that are foolishly impractical, especially as they pursue or relate to the pursuit of ideals. A quixotic person is often known for like lofty romantic ideals or extravagantly chivalrous action. It can also describe things that are predictable. For instance, like um, some of these men are so quixotic on first dates for no reason. Just be you. You know, take the mask down. Take the mask down. Right. Uh, and another another example: nobody is surprised by Trump's quixotic statements on the campaign trail at this point. No, got it. So now I had originally pronounced it as Quixotic, and this still applies because Don Quixote is the story of a um, a soldier who basically has uh, delusions of grandeur. And he has oh. like, um, yeah, Don Juan Quixote. And so I think this is the etymology of this must come from that because you see it's it's related to speaking in grandiose ways that are delusional right. to what you can actually deliver. Right. Yeah. Quixotic. Okay. That sounds mm-hmm. like but it's spelled with Q. <laughs> the mythological, <laughs> mythical, magical, quixotic. It'll <laughs> um, that was a joke for me and Supreme. So it's spelled Q-U-I-X-O-T-I-C. 
Okay. Okay. So get it, Quixote, Quixotic. Okay. Anyways, we'll be right back, y'all, to the Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals, and uh, we got more show for you, so don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. All right, it is time. That's like a pretty cool jingle right there. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. All right, let's check. Very 80s. Every day we give you a politician say the darndest things, but you know what? We have something positive. Politicians say the smartest things. All right, y'all. Run it down. So today's smarty arty politician is Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, also known as AOC. She said this about President Biden and his administration. She said the Biden administration can no longer reconcile the professed concern for Palestinians and human rights while also single-handedly vetoing the UN's call for ceasefire and sidestepping the entire U.S. Congress to unconditionally back the indiscriminate bombing of Gaza, end quote. So basically what she's saying is she's not rocking with Biden no more, which I think is very interesting (laughs) because, you know, AOC is somebody who I think has really become polarizing for some people. You know, we've seen her have votes where we're like, are you for real? Who you with? And then we've seen her like be really outspoken. I think like Mm -hmm. her and a lot of these politicians, folks don't know where they actually stand for her Mm -hmm. to say straight up. The Biden administration can no longer reconcile their professed concern for politicians, I mean, for Palestinians and human rights, while also vetoing. What she's saying is like, quit fronting. Right, right. That's essentially what she's saying. If she had if she had actually used black GPT and given it from the Bronx, she would have said, you know, the Biden administration can stop talking out the side of their mouth about right. Palestinians and human rights when they know that they keep giving these folks, they keep smoking hookah with Israel. <laughs> And, you know, vetoing the UN trying to do something for the people. Like, get out of here. That's what she could have said. That's what she should have said. That's what she was saying. All right. So I really appreciate her saying this. Mm -hmm. Again, they can't just speak. Like, there's going to have to be something. I don't know. Somebody was telling me the other day that they feel like the squad should just leave their posts, that they should all just Mm -hmm. uh, resign. I don't know how Uh... that would necessarily. Be I don't know what necessarily would be effective about that, but right, you know, she was just right. saying like she feels that there should be some type of drastic response to you know what's going on. So I agree. There, but that ain't it. That ain't the one. Let's go to the drama. I don't know board, that that. I don't know that that's what it is. I don't know that that's <laughs> right. what it is. Um, but nonetheless, I would love to hear ideas from you all. What do you think? One eight five five Amanda eight. What would you need to hear from your representatives right now to make you? Or what would you need to see? Because I'm tired of the talking. So what would you need to see in terms of action from your representatives to make you feel like, okay, you not funny style? Hit me up, one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 We'll be right back with 60 Second Headlines here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. We got into a lot of things, all right? Shout out to my homeboy, Desmond Thorne. Came through and joined us for Watch, Don't Watch. I know you like me. You be turning on these apps. You be like, what? There's so much to choose from. I don't I don't know what to do. If the picture, if the thumbnail don't hit me, then I'm missing out on a lot. So Desmond came and gave us his expertise. So make sure you check that out. Also, big up to the people of Barbados. All the beige on them. They said they're owed 4.9 
trillion dollars in reparations from slavery. And let me tell you, like Barbados just got out from British rule. Their whole education system has been British. So that means they was doing that math with British maths. Okay. So it's like, if the numbers is wrong, it's y'all fault. It's y'all fault. Okay. Uh, we also took your calls for voting and venting. And we have the big up let down that starred Adele. Aretha Franklin and some swimwear. So don't go anywhere. We got that. because. But you know what it is, though? I think that you really need to not miss the fact that I sang a new version of Jingle Bells yeah. written by our very own Rita Brent. And if you if you go back and listen to the podcast for any reason, let it be that. Okay? Let it be that. Yeah, all right. Maybe sure you check out my other podcast, Small Doses. Uh, this week's episode, Side Effects of Alabama Voting Rights with Kadita Stone. Okay, make sure you check that out. Stay connected with us on social media by following at Seals Said It. And coming up on Wednesday's show, we have journalist Garrison Hayes back for Why You Bringing Up Oh-ish. She's going to give us some history. Rita Brent is back with That's Not My Ministry. Plus, another edition of Am I Trippin'? Make sure to follow us at Seals Said It on Instagram. And, you know, you can come through. It's a safe space. Dropping them DMs a little situation that you feel like you're having trouble with. We want to give you some advice. All right. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. I'm Amanda Seals. I'll see you tomorrow. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.